Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's Duffy's Tavern, brought to you transcribed by the National Broadcasting Company, with Charlie Cantor as Finnegan, Hazel Sherman as Miss Duffy, Fats be shown at the piano, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meat eat Archie Demanger speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. How's business? Uh, well, let me put it this way. You, you know that mouse that's been living in the cash register? Well, he finally packed up and left. Yeah, the register's been open so seldom he was beginning to develop night blindness. <laughs> what else is new? Well, uh, we've been getting some nasty phone calls about the fight here last night. Yeah, second story, Jackson lost his hat and his blackjack, and Louis DeLush was making a big fuss over losing his toupee. Well, it seems a scalp was still in it. <laughs> huh? You think it's an unhealthy atmosphere for me, little nephew Morton? Look, don't worry about Morton, Duffy. We've been treating him with loving hands. You know what I'm even doing every morning? I'm having milk delivered for him. Milk? You know that... White stuff without the head. <laughs> well, uh, look, I'm busy. I'm surprising little Morton by doing his homework for him. I'll call you later, Duffy. Say, Fats? Yeah. Where are Morton's school books? Right here. Oh, thanks. Let's see. Geography, astronomy, trigonometry. think I'll take a belt at this one, Miss uh, Albridge. <laughs> Pats, uh, read me the first question. Okay. Divide 3,942 by 7,863. Mm-hmm. Very good question. Well, let me see. 3,942 by 7,863. I used to know the answer to that one. Let's see if I can still figure it. Now, you, you put the 5 over here and the 8 over here. Then you carry the three, capitalize the six, <laughs> jiggle a seven, jack up the eight. I think we'll have to ostracize the four. Seventy-eight, sixty-three. It don't seem to go into thirty-nine, forty-two. And I hate to use force. <laughs> Mr. Archie. How come you're doing that homework? To help out my little nephew. <clears throat> but your little nephew knows more about arithmetic than you do. Oh, yeah? I'd like to see him draw 15 beers, multiply 15 by 5, break a $10 bill, and shortchange the customer all at the same time. <laughs> I still say it would be better if you let Martin do it by himself. Now, just this minute, Fats, I want the kid to get good marks in school. So? So who's older, Morton or me? You're older. Well, who's smarter, Morton or me? You're older. <laughs> Fats, this happens to be an educational discussion. If you cannot be objective and constructive, 
Keep your lousy trap shut. Now, give me that other book on grammar. Thanks, then. Now, let's see. What is wrong with this sentence? George and Mary ain't coming to the party. What's wrong with it? It's obvious. George and Mary ain't coming to the party. Should be an apostrophe in the word ain't. <laughs> you see, that, that's the advantage of an education. If I hadn't gone to PS4 instead of an apostrophe, I'd have used a part epistle. <laughs> ah, good old PS4. I'll never forget it. You shouldn't. You was there long enough. <laughs> well, Fats, I was trying to be thorough. You should have seen me in them days when I was in the sixth grade. Cute as a bug in a bed. <laughs> Walking to class every day, carrying me little school bag, you know, with me little books, me little pencil box. Your little Gillette razor. <laughs> So what? So I was slightly hairy for my age. Ah, oh, them was the happy days, childhood. What fun we used to have in our gang, turning in false alarms, siphoning gas out of cars, burning down at school. <laughs> All the healthy outdoor sports. I often wonder what that old gang is doing now. Oh, they're probably making license plates, throwing rocks at the warden, Planning jail breaks. All healthy indoor sports. No, no, Fats, you're wrong. Most of them turned out to be a credit to the community. Oh, what? Not all of them, of course. <laughs> Finnegan, uh, what you doing there? They ain't no touchy, Rowell. Oh. Uh, what's the topic of conversation? We was talking about education. Educa Please, not while I'm eating. I'm sorry, Finnegan. We were just discussing the old days at PS4. Oh, PS4. That's where I was in love with Millie Fafflefinger. In love? Yeah. She used to sit next to me in the third grade. But you couldn't know anything about love when you was only in the third grade. Oh, no, at 19, I know pudding. <laughs> That's right, you was. When you tell me, how come you spent so many years in the third grade? Well, I didn't want to embarrass Dad. He was in the fourth. <laughs> what was your old man doing in the fourth grade? He didn't want to embarrass me, Mother. She was in the fifth. I see. I suppose Grandmama was in the sixth? Oh, don't be silly. Grandma wasn't in any grade at all. No, huh? No, she was the football coach. <laughs> Finnegan, ain't nobody in your family normal? Uh, only my Uncle Louie. He's real smart. He is, huh? Oh, yeah. All through high school, he was first and second in this class. First and second? Yeah. How could he be both first and second? Well, I don't know. I guess one head was smarter than the other. <laughs> Finnegan, I'm beginning... <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder whether you're the ideal companion for me, nephew Morton. Uh, sure I am. Uh, didn't we have a good time last night at Coney Island? Yeah, too good a time. Finnegan, what was the idea of keeping a kid out of Coney Island until midnight? Well, Arch, you know that merry-go-rounds. They're hard to get away from. That's no excuse. But, Arch, don't get sore at the kid. He tried to make me get off. <laughs> well, why didn't you? What? Just when I was gaining on the horse in front of me? <laughs> And then another thing that kept us late was 
when we went to the fun house. To the fun house? Yeah, huh? you know, where they got that machine that blows the skates up. You took Morton to that? Well, I made Morton look the other way. Oh, well, that was thoughtful. But, Arch, I watched. <laughs> oh, you little devil. Yeah. <laughs> and, boy, did that wind machine blow one of them skates up high. Yeah, real high. Huh? High. It scared the guy so much he almost dropped his bagpipes. <laughs> oh, just a second. Hello? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's for you, Miss Duffy, a fella. A fella? Hello, this is Miss Duffy, and I'd love to. <laughs> Archie, it's not a fella. It's only Vera Fogarty. Then how come she talks like that? She idolizes Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> Vera, sure I'm coming to the Halloween party. I got a date for you, too. What's the difference what he looks like? He'll be wearing a mask, won't he? How tall is he? Well, think of it this way, Vera. You'll have the only date that can chase balls under the ping-pong table without bending over. Huh? Well, you should talk after that Halloween date you got me last year. He must have been 60. He wasn't. Well, all I know is that the first time he bobbed for apples. After that, he was bobbing for his teeth. <laughs> what costume am I wearing? Well, I'd like to come with something that would do justice to my figure. How about a duffel bag? <laughs> oh, be quiet, you big mouth. No, no, not you, Vera. Where were we? Oh, yeah, the party. By the way, is Loretta Lopcheck coming? Remember last year how she disappeared when we began to play pin the tail on the donkey? Well, Vera, with a shape like hers, do you blame her? <laughs> yes, a sweet girl. <laughs> a real credit to the ten jolly girls AC. Well, Vera, I gotta go now. I'll see you Halloween. Bye. Miss Duffy, do I understand from the ensuing conversation that you and them ten jolly stumble bums is uh, going to have a Halloween party? Archie, why do you always have to make cracks about the ten jolly girls they see? Because I've seen them girls and they were jolly B.C. <laughs> Where are you going to hold this party? In Katrinka Yarbox's basement. Well, that's a nice large basement. Yes, but a sweet girl. <laughs> oh, and you can see the Halloween decorations she's putting up. Pumpkins hanging from the ceiling, jack-o'-lanterns around the windows, and along the wall there will be 12 witches. Two new members? <laughs> Archie, please, the girls in my club are not witches. I'd still like to have the broom concession. <laughs> By the way, what unlucky chap is taking you? Rodney Haybinder. Oh, him. He's calling for me in a taxi. In a taxi? Yes. That's one thing about Rodney. He's always so considerate. He never turns on the meter until we're halfway there. <laughs> but how come you ain't going with your other boyfriend? Oh, the one from the U.M.? Yeah, from the Russian delegation. Huh. Oh, I'm off of him. He had his chance last Friday night. 
He came over to my house and we sat on the sofa for three hours just looking at one another. Why? Well, you know, those Russians, he couldn't make a move without wiring Moscow. <laughs> Duffy, when you stop bothering me with your boyfriends, I gotta help Morton with his homework here. Hey, Pats, uh, play a little mood music while I do Morton's homework, will you? Me upon your knee. Tea for two and two for tea. Me for you, you for me alone. Nobody near us to see us or hear us. No friends or relations on weekend vacation. Won't have it known that we own a telephone. They will break and you away. Start to bake a sugar cake for me to take so all the boys We will raise a family, a boy, for you a girl for me. Can't you see how happy we will be? That was great, Fats. Thanks. It gave me the answer there that uh, Steve turned out to be two. Uh, oh, Morton. Uh, yes, Uncle Archie. Morton, I got a surprise for you. Look, I've done all your homework. Now, let me see. Arithmetic problem. Divide 3,964 into 7,863. Answer? Impossible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, this is very nice of you, Uncle Archie, but what about my teacher? What about her? I'm afraid she's a little angry with me. Angry? Yes, since she found out I'm staying with you. Oh, how did she find that out? She probably got suspicious when he came to school with his lunch wrapped in the police gazette. <laughs> I never that school teacher. Inferring that this place is a dump even before she comes down and finds out for herself. <laughs> Oh, she's coming down all right. She's on her way now. She is? Well, look, kid, uh, uh, I want to be nice if she's coming down there. Here's the bar rag. Better go wash your face. <laughs> hey, Fats. Yes, sir. Fats, uh, Morton school teacher's coming down now. How long would it take to make this place look respectable? Well, let's see. This is 1951. Look, Fats, this ain't funny. We've got to fix the place up or we'll have to lose the kid. 
Now, what can we do to make it, you know, real homey? Hey, what happened to that hand-crocheted sign we had, you know? The one that said, Love thy neighbor as thyself. It's down at the police headquarters. They're checking the bloodstains for fingerprints. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, Pardon me. Huh? I'm going to contact a gentleman named Archie. Take a look at you. Honey, the contact has been established. <laughs> what you got to worry about is the gentleman part. I beg your pardon. I happen to be Miss Agatha Dinwiddie. Morton's teacher? Yes. You're Morton's tutress? <laughs> Mother, get out me velvet pants. I'm going back to school. <laughs> Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to sit down. My legs are bothering me. Okay, sit right here. Mm-hmm. Now they're bothering me. <laughs> well, so much for the social extremities, Miss Dimwitty. Uh... <laughs> now, uh, leave us uh, get down to our problem. Hmm? Very well. Now, about Morton. Yes? How would you like his uncle to give you a nice big kiss? Young man, I didn't come here looking for romance. Well, look, honey, you're a school teacher, ain't you? Yes. You've had vacations? Yes. Why don't you just close your eyes and imagine you're on a summer cruise? (laughs) Young man, I, I told you once, I'm here on behalf of my pupil, Morton. Okay, then we'll talk about Morton. <laughs> now, uh, he's been staying here with me, you know. Yes, I know. That's why I came to look over this place. Well, what do you think of it? I'm appalled. Well, that's the tavern. Everybody loves it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's shocking. Now, just a second, Miss Dimwitty. This place is very deceiving. It ain't quite as crummy as it looks. Indeed. Do you realize that the gutter out front is filled with drunk? So what? Do you realize the lot of joints leave them drunks laying on a sidewalk? <laughs> At least we give them curb service. <laughs> And I might add that we don't like constructive criticism around here. You know, you can find a flaw in a $50 diamond if you look hard enough. Oh, this is nonsense. Where is Morton? He'll be here in a second now. Uh, in, uh, in the meantime, uh, how about a little uh, demitasse? Huh? A demitasse? Yes, a small cup of tea. <laughs> oh, Fats? Yes, sir. A cup of tea for Miss Dimwitty. Tea? Yes. T E E T. Oh, that! <laughs> yeah. uh, the idea of bringing up a child in a place like this. Now, just a second, Mr. Dimwitty. Morton don't spend all his time around here. Most of the time he's at home in my place. He lives with you? Of course. Well, how, how big a place do you have? Oh, well, let's see. Room, ring, warm. I should say about six by ten. <laughs> you you have one room? Approximately. <laughs> and Morton lives there? Well, no, he has the room adjoining mine, you know, where he can enjoy complete privacy. Except occasionally, of course, when I go in to brush my teeth. <laughs> Morton sleeps 
in the bathroom? Don't act so shocked. I assume you've heard of the Audubon Society. Well, of course. And you approve of it? Yes. If that bathroom is good enough for them pigeons, it's good enough for Morton. <laughs> Archie, I've heard enough. I'm afraid I'm going to have to take Morton out of here. This is no environment for a child. It ain't, huh? Uh, look, uh, would it change your mind if I told you that he was living with a Harvard graduate? You, a Harvard graduate. Not only a graduate, but some are come louder and Phi Beta Kipper. <laughs> Archie, please. Mr. Dimwitter, you seem to be a little skeptical. I, uh, I admit I've forgotten some of the stuff that the old prof learned me. Yes, six times of Gloria. Well, that's true, but uh, on the other hand, uh, uh, she's a Romero in hot. <laughs> What's that? It's Latin. Well, I knew that Latin was a dead language. Now I know who killed it. <laughs> Look, Mr. Murray, if I can prove to you that I'm a college man, will you leave Morton stay here? If you can prove that, I'll stay here. Ship ahoy, the summer cruise is on again. <laughs> okay, excuse me a minute, and I'll get the evidence for you. Hey, come here, Finnegan. Give me the yard. Look, Finnegan, I'm in a jam. I've got to find a college professor. Oh, really? Why'd you lose him? <laughs> no, you don't understand. This is a game to fool Morton's teeth. Oh, oh. Look, uh, do you think you could be me old professor? I don't know, Arch. Do you think I'm dumb enough? I got complete confidence in you. Now come over here and I'll tell you what we do. Well, Miss Dimwitty, have you been looking around a joint? Yes, I have. Uh-huh. Interesting place for a kid, ain't it? Music, sawdust on the floor. Just like a circus. But there's one difference. What? In a circus, they separate the animals from the human beings. Then, <laughs> Woody, don't sell the people around here short, neither. You might not think it by looking at some of these people, but beneath them lowly patches on them tattered pants, there beats many a talented brain. <laughs> For instance, take that guy sitting over there next to the bag of sawdust. You mean the one slumped over with his collar open? No, that's the bag of sawdust. <laughs> no, I mean the one a little to the left of him and, uh, and down. Uh, that's Horace Guttenberg, the counterfeiter. He used to be one of the finest engravers in the country. Had a brilliant future. But the trouble was he watched too much television, see? So one day he made the inevitable mistake. He tried to pass a five-dollar bill with Lincoln's head on Dagmar's body. <laughs> Tim, what are you? Some uh, great uh, intellects around this lowly place. Yep, Miss Tim, what are you? Some great intellects around this lowly place. <laughs> Professor Finnegan. Professor Finnegan. Oh, what Please, the game is over. The game is over. The cold gold posts have been torn down. Now, shut up. Uh, by the way, uh, Miss Dimwitty, you know I was talking about my old dean from college? Yes. Is this it? 
Yep, I'm the old dean. Yes, sir. Well, I'm happy to know you. Yep, I'm the old dean. At Harvard. Yeah, old dean at Harvard. Uh, tell me, Professor, what did you major in, in your undergraduate days? What? I mean, um, in, in what subject did you specialize? Yep, I'm the old dean. Uh, look, uh, Professor, Miss Kim, what he means, uh, what did you study? Oh, I, I studied anatomy. Anatomy? Huh? Yeah. I never knew that, old dean. Uh, where did you study it? At Vassa. Uh, that's so. Archie, Vassa is a girl's school. Can you think of a better place to study anatomy? Uh, Archer, I think the old dean is a bit of a humbug. Oh, yeah? Ask him a question. Yeah, ask the old dean a question. You're uh, worried about Morton. Ask him about child psychology. Very well. Uh, tell me, Professor, are you an advocate of a progressive theory? No, I'm the old dean. <laughs> Sense of humor, huh? No wonder the gang still refers to him as old corny of Cornell. <laughs> now, Archie, you stay out of this. Huh? Um, now, Professor Finnegan, do you mind if I put a couple of questions to you? Well, not at all, please put away. Do you believe that the emphasis should be placed along vocational or academic lines in the middle and upper IQ groups? Well, I think it depends to a large extent on the economic background of the individual pupil. <laughs> Well, gee, I'm just as surprised as you are. Holy God, I've created a monster. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Ask him another one. Very well. Professor, do you believe the parental authority should uh, subjugate the juvenile ego? No. Why not? I'm the old To excuse the professor, Miss Dimwitty, you see, uh, one of his pupils mistook his head for the blackboard and erased his brain. Archie, enough of this nonsense. I'm taking Morton out of here. But you can't... Well, look, I I suppose I can't fool you, dear. Only thing is that I'm kind of stuck on little Morton, you know, and I, and I didn't want to lose him. I, I just wanted you to think that I was a college man. I'm the old... Shut up! But, Miss Dimwitty, I, I want you to know that that uh, even if I'm a guy that ain't had much education and I come from kind of crummy surroundings, I, I want you to remember that many great men have come from humble beginnings. Abraham Lincoln came out of a log cabin. Eli Whitney came out of a gin mill. <laughs> Hoover and a vacuum cleaner. And Leo DeRocher came out of Brooklyn. <laughs> Their environment didn't hurt them. They rose above it. And that's the way with Morton. He won't sink to our iniquity. 
we will rise to his. Archie, this, this all sounds very good, look, but... Uh, look at little Morton over there now, talking to second-story Jackson. Second-story Jackson, a bank robber, a safe blower, everything that's foul. But will the child be influenced by Jackson? No. Rather, will Morton lead Jackson out of the darkness? Here, I'll prove it to you. Morton, come here. Uh, tell us, son, uh, how have you and Mr. Jackson been getting along? Great. Him and me is going to knock off a hot shop on 33rd Street. <laughs> what? Yeah, Jackson says the joint's been cased. It's a soft touch. <laughs> oh, no. Miss Timothy's right. Look, maybe you, maybe you better get away from this joint after all. Uh, there's only one thing, Miss Timothy. You see, I'm his uncle, Archie, you know, and his guardian, and if you take Morton, honey, you've got to take me, too. <laughs> I have to take you? That's right. In that case, Morton. Yes, ma'am? Go down to Toity Toid Street and knock off that hot shop. Hello? Hello, Duffy. Huh? Well, I'm sorry, Duffy. Uh, Sunday night, I'm going to be very busy. I'm going to be on the big show with Tallulah Bankhead. Oh, yeah, that Tallulah's just crazy about me. So uh, be sure to listen in, Duffy, Sunday night with Tallulah Bankhead on the big show. Good night. was transcribed. Stay tuned for You Can't Take It With You on NBC.